It's time to check in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living. We take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. The Concierge for Better Living will help informed, intrigued, and interested listeners like you make better choices for yourselves and your loved ones. CannabisRadio.com proudly presents The Concierge for Better Living with your host, Doc Rob. Hello and good day. This is Doc Rob, Dr. Rob Streisfeld, your concierge for better living. Thanks for checking out today's show. It's going to be another amazing one. I'm super psyched about today's guest. Uh, you probably know of her if you've been anything to do with cannabis. Nurse Heather, the amazing Nurse Heather. Welcome today on the show, hon. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here with you and your listeners today. I know you do similar stuff, and it's it's just nice to connect with like-minded people, people that go out there and champion you know, cannabis and health and better living. And I've been excited. I've been wanting to get you on the show as a guest just so we can kind of just chat a little bit. We're always running around so much different trade shows. It's more of a hug. Hey, hey, good to see you. Got to go next talk. And I figured this might be a good time to catch up a little bit with some listeners tuning in as well. Absolutely. Hello, listeners. You get to be flies on the wall. Of course, and I hope we will open this up more and more as these shows progress and the network progresses. I'm really excited about, I'm working on a TV project right now where you know, we want social media. We want people to send in tweets or hit me on Facebook. I'm sure they hit you up plenty of times with questions or things they want to know about a little bit more so. So anytime people want to do that, for me, it's FYI at DocRob.com or DocRob's fan page on Facebook. Just easy to find DocRob, D-O-C-R-O-B, but Heather, while we're getting started, where, where can they find you? Because I know there's a lot of stuff you're doing and a lot of info you provide. Yeah, I'm pretty much on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Cannabis Nurse Heather pretty much everywhere you go. I'm actually Canna Heather RN on Twitter. Please follow me. I'm trying to you know up my game on the Twitter sphere. I'm not very good at it, so give me a hand. Come and follow me. And we'll <laughs> tweet a bit. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's so funny you say that because, you know, Years ago, I got into the digestive health when I first got into the industry as a doctor and I was working with probiotics. And I tell people all the time that I went to a room of 100 people and there was only a handful that even knew what probiotics were. And then you fast forward and now I bet a handful in a room would not know what probiotics were. It's flipped over. And I see that happening with cannabis as well. Um, The reason why I think that's funny is just because I'm one of the first, I think, 1,500 people ever to sign up for Twitter because I just met a guy in a plane, me being my social self became friends with him and then a couple months later he's like hey buddy you know sign up on this new site that my friends and I just built and so like to get connected with one of the founders of Twitter on a flight on a plane you never know who you're going to meet who you're going to have a conversation with and what may come of it I know you're having lots of conversations about cannabis and what are some of the key things that people want to know like I get to say a lot of questions as well but talking to a nurse which by the way you know, big applause, big ups to all the nurses out there. I've been in the hospital systems and all that, and I love all the nurses that really grind. They do more work usually than the doctors. So big ups to all the nurses real quick. But what are some of the questions with regard to cannabis that you get on the most regular? What's your FAQs? Well, you know, I get a lot of times, come on, is it really medical? Is, you know, is that that's just an excuse to get high. And so a lot of the education that I do surrounds euphoria and this whole concept and, you know, stigmas around euphoria. And I tell people euphoria is not an adverse reaction. Dysphoria 
is an adverse reaction. But I've never had a patient say, oh, I'm so euphoric. It's just absolutely horrible. I've had people say, wow, you know, they're taking opiates or something like that. They can sometimes get dysphoric. If a patient eats too many edibles, they can experience dysphoria. But the idea of euphoria being a bad thing is something that I try to dispel because it's a myth and it's not true and we need to stop the stigma. Another thing that I get a lot of times is, you know, cancer patients. I get a lot of cancer patients. I've got this cancer, that cancer. Can cannabis help me? So I do a lot of things educating cancer patients. Alzheimer's patients, I get caregivers. You know, is there anything that I can do for this? I really try to encourage transdermal patches because of the research. I'm sure you know, Doc Rob, that 20 milligrams of THC is being found to be extremely beneficial for even the placking process that's associated with Alzheimer's. So, you know, we get all of these medical questions because I am a nurse, you're a doctor, that's usually where people go with it. And then they ask a lot of times too about, you know, well, what do you think about recreational? And that's where we have the opportunity to invite them to understand that cannabis, whether you know it or not, is an anti-inflammatory, it's a neuroprotectant, and it's an antioxidant. And so when you're using it, it's good for you. And we need to start thinking of the concept of over-the-counter, that this is an over-the-counter medication that can be used. It's over-the-counter. So I um, I try to get away from recreational because... You know, so what? Sometimes we do gather together and, you know, have some fun with cannabis present. But, you know, in medicine, we we always encourage people to engage in healthy recreation, whatever that is. I know I've told people healthy recreation, like gardening, like taking nature walks. I mean, all these things that cannabis can also assist with. So there. Yeah, that's great. (laughs) And then you hit on a lot of the same points that I do. That's why I knew we're kindred spirits here. I mean, euphoria... As a nurse, you probably see a lot of people that are already sick and already in the hospitals, already you know have these health conditions. I, I focus a lot on the prevention, you know, the, the before you get sick side of things, and and both aspects play in here. When I've watched my mom, and I always tell people, you know, when it's personal, it, it hits you so much deeper. When, mm-hmm. when the reason why this is conversations happening, the reason why cannabis is becoming such a mainstay conversation is because of all the kids and the children that with seizures and epilepsy and all those things that you can't turn away from that. You can't say, okay, this is not real or or this is all a bunch of hype when you see when you're personally affected. And my mom, the same thing. She had days going through her cancer and all that stuff where she was just so depressed, so frustrated, just angry at her at her plight, at her situation. And a small 10 milligram THC edible in 20 minutes doesn't make her out of her mind loopy, but it brought her to a euphoric state where she was smiling again, where she was relaxed, where she was not in that depressed, anxious state. And that to me was medicine. I don't care what people want to say. I mean, to me, that is a blessing. And especially people towards end of life stage, mm-hmm. disease like that, that you should be able to, you know, my grandmother, before she passed, she smoked cigarettes since she's 12. And at 86 years old, she's like, should I smoke cigarettes? I'm like, hopefully for 10 more years. You know, like, what are you supposed to say? You're smoking for 70 something years. You're going to say, no, today you should stop. I said, <laughs> and, and all she asked was, should I put some cannabis in my cigarette? I'm like, 
I wouldn't be against it. It'd probably help you feel better, you know? Like, exactly. But, uh, there's a quality of life question that people always wonder. And I think that's always a big factor. Now, like you said, dysphoria, you take too many edibles or, you know, you, you overdose to the sense of where it's not a comfortable space for you as an individual. That's where people have to find their own dosing, their own level. But that, the same thing applies with alcohol or even overeating. You know, it's still an issue that people have. So that's great. I think that's awesome. And um, and I get those calls too. Unfortunately, that you know, family or friend or friend of a friend has cancer. How can cannabis help? And I think what you said is we need more research. I mean, the more and more research we do, the better. I like the patches. I think they're great. I love all the different delivery systems that are being evolved and coming out. And being in a natural products industry for twelve years or more, I've seen all this stuff with different herbs. So to me, there's not much difference in the buzz on acai for weight loss and an antioxidant benefit as there is now for cannabis and antioxidants and anti-inflammatory and this and that. It's just, it's just another fabulous plant from nature. Absolutely. So. Yeah, I, I catch a buzz from wheatgrass on a regular basis. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's interesting because what people I read a nice article, and, I, and I've talked about this a lot in my lectures, is that you know things that we've been told that are good for us, meditation, exercise, dark green leafy vegetables, you know things like that, they're seeing that there's a correlation between those activities or those compounds and our endocannabinoid system. So it's not just by accident that those things made us feel better. It's how are those actions or compounds affecting our system, our endocannabinoid system. So I always say cannabis is a gateway herb. It's just opening the conversation to so many other great ways to enjoy life, uh, to be, as I say, living today better than yesterday and hopefully better tomorrow than today. And so I think that's really what our focus should be, learning how to be happier and healthier every day. Yes. I, I love that you say that, Doc Rob, because I think in the next little segment here, we'll be talking about a summit, a virtual summit that's free and online for people to watch. But my topic to be discussing is actually cannabis and happiness. So I'd love to share some oh, of the things that I'm going to be giving to the world as well. Awesome. All right. Let's, on that note, let's take a quick break and then we'll come right back. And Nurse Heather's going to talk about this upcoming summit, which I know about and it's great. And also some of the cool ways to be happy and healthy with cannabis. We'll be right back. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living on CanvasRadio.com and iHeartRadio. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis 
and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living, only on CannabisRadio.com. And we're back. Listen, this is just awesome stuff. I hope you're either just tuning in now or you didn't miss the first section. I'm here with Nurse Heather and rocking the world, teaching and helping and educating people all things good about cannabis from an educated, scientific kind of medical perspective. So with that being said, I've been an educator for most of my life as far as different categories like probiotics and enzymes and whey protein. And there's nothing more important for today than people to learn more and more about cannabis. So Nurse Heather, what's going on with ways for people to learn about cannabis? Well, Doc Rob, you mentioned it earlier that we go to a lot of these conferences and events and industry type things where education is being delivered. But these conferences always cost a lot of money. I mean, they they really do. And it's fine and it's great. And I'm happy to be a part of that system. But there's something really interesting that Greenflower Media is doing. And this is the first ever virtual summit that will actually be recorded live and will be live streamed all over the world for people who register. And so I've been asked to speak during this. I'm a little bit nervous. It's going to be, it's a new format for me. Oh, nothing to be nervous about. Like I said, thank you. They had asked me to speak about cannabis and happiness. And there's nothing that I love more than those two things. (laughs) So it was a lot of fun to research it. I knew a lot of this stuff already, but to actually research, you know, the fact that there are a lot of CB1 receptors in the brain, we know this, but it's also involved with the limbic system. There's lots of receptors involved with the limbic system. And they found that, you know, the hippocampus is part of the limbic system where we store our memories and where we, you know, process emotions and things like that. Well, they found that the center for laughter is actually located in the hippocampus. And I'm sure you've done this as well. We've all done this who have partaken in cannabis. And you're, it's, it, things are funny. You laugh. It makes laughter easier. And And some strains are better than others for that, too. Absolutely. And it's so fun, you know, to to actually realize that cannabis can make you happy. It can it can open the as you said, it's a gateway to opening up that ability to be happy. Now, you know, we think about as recreation, oh, just running around happy all the time. But you had mentioned your mother who was in end of life. With cancer. Well, no, actually, said, actually, she had cancer, was given an end-of-life prognosis, but thankfully oh. today she's cancer-free and doing oh, great, so, and we're oh, celebrating, her, celebrating her 65th birthday at the end of this month. So Yay, I love Mom. to tell that because it is possible. <laughs> People don't give up on that because, you know, one doctor says it doesn't mean a second exactly. opinion. Or, and when we went, we had alternative and natural and integrative, and there was some cannabis right. incorporated as well. And so, yeah, so I just want to touch base okay, on that. because perfect. it's <laughs> But she, was, she had been given this diagnosis, and, you know, when you're given a diagnosis, there's already physical things that are going on with you. But when you hear this from a doctor who you trust, it it sets in motion this, you said she was depressed. There's (laughs) there's all this emotional, psychological effect that goes on when you get one of these diagnoses. And so 
to utilize cannabis, as you said, it gave her those moments of happiness. And if nothing else, when someone is sick, if we can allow them the gateway to open a little bit, to have a little bit of happiness, to be alert, to smile, to laugh, these are gifts. This is medicine, as you said earlier, absolutely medicine. And I'm going to talk about in my speech about one of my patients, the, my first cannabis patient I ever had. I was a home health psychiatric nurse. So I worked with lots of hospice patients and families and that kind of thing. But I also had a patient that was very difficult to deal with for the other nurses. And those were usually my patients as well. <laughs> and he and I got along beautifully, but he was a young man who had MS. And it had literally robbed him of his future, of his abilities. He was, he was angry, you know? And when I got him as a patient, I looked at his record and on his medical record, it said that he used medical cannabis. And to me, this was the first time I'd ever seen it in the medical world. And I went, wow, it's in writing. And so I asked him, can I see your medical cannabis card? I talked to him about it and I asked him, how does this medicine help you? And he went through a long list of things like I use salve on my legs at night to help with the spasms. It helps me sleep. It helps relax my mind. But then he also said, sometimes I don't want to live like this. And when I smoke cannabis, it allows me to appreciate my life. Mm -hmm, And so when we're talking about euphoria and we're talking about happiness, it's important to note that this is therapy. It keeps people wanting to live. It gives you that passion inside to keep on going. It's medicine and it's natural. And all of the chemicals in cannabis match up perfectly with our endocannabinoid system. And this plant was put here for us to use. Exactly. And there's a combination. I mean, going back to the gut health, you know, I I spend a lot of time in gut health and there's a ton of receptors in the digestive tract and the digestive system and enteric nervous system. And we know that there's a relationship with this cannabis and the microflora, the good bacteria and these neurotransmitters and they produce these serotonin that gives you, makes you happy and sleep well and all these things. And when I go into the health food store and I see major categories on insomnia, energy, mood issues, and then looking and obviously digestive issues on top of it, you know, you look at this going, well, wow, this one plant could do so much and help so many people. People don't have a Prozac deficiency or some sort of pharmaceutical deficiency is why so many people today are depressed. They're just cannabinoid deficient, whether it be endocannabinoid, phytocannabinoid, even now the term dietary cannabinoids are becoming used more often. It's great stuff. You've had that experience. And I like to tell people, you don't have to be at the end of life stage just to appreciate that. You can be just in a bad state in general. I have so many young people, I deal a lot with millennials, 20, 30 year olds, even teenagers, and they're just looking out at the future and depressed and, and, and losing their optimism and, and the state of the world. And at least, I'm not saying it's an escape, but it does help them get different perspective. And one of the things I mentioned in a previous interview was a book I'm working on. And one of the things I came about as a, a theory was that in the 60s and 70s, the majority of the U.S. population experienced a form of PTSD mm-hmm. because it was the first time that the war or war in general was televised. And so now you have this visual stimulation of death and destruction that we had never really experienced in that level except unless you were firsthand. So you had the society was having this stressful impact of visualizing and experiencing the war even from a distance and they started to look for ways to cope with their stress and to find some happiness and of course they went towards 
a little bit more of the drugs and the alcohol, but cannabis was helping people, medicating people cope with that stress, not just an excuse to go against a system or do illegal activity. And I want people to understand that though. So, and I, you know, a lot of veterans and a lot of that, you know, PTSD exposure, my friends that went through 9-11 in New York growing up there, you know, it's been tremendously helpful for them and it's safer than so many other options that were offered from the pharmaceutical route. So I think that's great. Yes, and you're talking my language when you start talking post-traumatic stress disorder. It's something that I've dealt with. It's something that I worked with a lot of patients in New Mexico. We were the first state to have PTSD on the list to qualify for cannabis. And when I moved to Arizona and did my work there, I realized post-traumatic stress disorder wasn't on the list. And I actually went through a two-year legal battle against the Department of Health and won. And we just got post-traumatic stress disorder added January 1st of last year, 2015. So it's something that I'm very passionate about and the use of cannabis for post-traumatic stress disorder for veterans, women, children, whoever needs it. Exactly. And I think it's underappreciated how safe and effective this plant is for that condition because it's helping to harmonize and balance, you know, the body. And again, as an adaptogen, it's just another plant. I mean, I still recommend a whole bunch of other plants and herbs. Like, that's what I think people miss sometimes. I think that they think that you're dropping everything. I mean, I have a huge tool belt of, mm-hmm. of, of, of things that I can use to help people. <laughs> can I see you're, that tool belt? Of course, of course. <laughs> you know. Come to Jamaica with us in April and come join us on this fabulous vacation, health, food, fitness, and cannabis trip to Negril, Jamaica in April that I'm hosting. And uh, yeah, I'll have probably a tool belt on at some point. <laughs> I'll bring mine too. We'll see. There we go. There we show go. Show and tell. <laughs> but I think that's really the great thing is that people look at and say, oh, you're now a cannabis doctor. I'm like, what does that mean? No. Plants and herbal therapies have always been part of my resources, and this is no different. I'm just now being able to use this a little bit more publicly or more legally or actually getting support by universities and hospitals and infrastructure starting to do more research and giving us more details on dosing and efficacy and, and strains. And you know, that's the stuff I love. I love being part of this emerging industry, not just for this plant, but how it's going to affect so many other plants and how we use them therapeutically in the future. So that's great stuff. Ways of the past will be the ways of the future when it comes to medicine. I, I believe that there was, you know, something healthier about not having a lot of pharmaceuticals back in traditional times. And, you know, they got along pretty well having yeah. a relationship with man and nature and understanding plants used for the body. Yeah, well, that's my background. I'm an anthropologist studying traditional cultures and diets. So when you say, okay, this is new, no, it's not. And we know it's been around for thousands upon thousands of years. And we're just bringing back the old school and making it the new again. I love it. And adding a a little pinch of science that is necessary. I mean, from the lab testing to the extraction processing and all those things that are, you know, really making it extremely effective. Now, again, I don't We'll go into the end uh, after this section. I want to wrap up with some other thoughts of the future in the cannabis space. So let's take a quick break here with Nurse Heather. We're having a lot of fun. It was a great conversation. I'm so glad to have you on the show today. I'm Doc Rob, your concierge for better medicine, for better living, for better life and happiness, all through cannabis or maybe otherwise. This is Doc Rob on CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadio. The concierge for better living will continue in a moment. Dr. Dabber, hurry, it's epic. 
temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's orders. Less heat, <laughs> more flavor. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. From high atop Mount Soldad in San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning. It's good news with cannabis nurse Heather. This plant is amazing. Positive change is happening. We did it. No matter who you are, you can make a positive impact on the world. I would rather be illegally alive than legally dead. And that quote helped to give you strength. Nurse Heather is only on CannabisRadio.com. Good morning, Cannabis Nurse Heather. Let's check back in with Doc Robb and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. And once again, we're back. Our final segment of today's wonderful interview with Nurse Heather Manis, RN Fabulous, specializing in the cannabis game, helping people with all sorts of conditions. But mostly important, I think, is still that you get out there in the public eye, you do the lectures, you do the talks, you go to all the conferences, you really spread the word. You have your podcast, too, right, on Cannabis Radio. That's right. Good news with Nurse Heather. Tune in to hear good news shared by industry leaders. I love it. I love it. And that's the stuff like I talk about the health stuff. There's so much going on in the news, new projects, new products, new science. Where do you see things going? I mean, this is, this is unfolding so rapidly. I don't think anyone's got a full beat on this. But what, what are some of the things you, you see as trends or some of the things you'd like to see? Yeah, it's interesting. It kind of rolls into something bigger than just cannabis, I think. And you've been touching on it throughout this interview. And, you know, cannabis is a gateway. And cannabis is opening our minds to the use of plants. And there are a lot of plants out there that do a lot of good for us. And we still have our hands pushed away on a lot of plants. So the fact that cannabis is moving forward so quickly is wonderful for cannabis. And it's going to be so helpful to help people balance their endocannabinoid systems, balance their lives. We saw in Denver this last year that they collected more taxes for cannabis than they did for alcohol for the first time ever. So I think we're going to start seeing a balance where cannabis is going to be a social medicine that brings about health and well-being. Right. But I also believe mm -hmm. that it's going to expand and we're going and it's already happening. They're looking the research is looking at psilocybin mushrooms and seeing how that's beneficial for depression. There's research being done on ayahuasca for PTSD, which is a plant medicine that's used in South America, and it's a vine 
that a shaman will perform a ceremony and you have an all night spiritual experience. They just said that. I just read an article about ayahuasca that they're seeing that a compound may be the cure, and I hate saying that word so publicly, but a remedy or cure or. For diabetes, like look at it. I mean, like, why would you think that? But all of a sudden, I'm seeing cannabis work with diabetes and ayahuasca potentially hold for diabetes. Like, this is just getting the body back on track. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and Hippocrates said, you know, let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food. And, you know, these plants are food for us, whether it's nutritional food for our bodies or, you know, nutrients for our minds or if it's to nourish our souls and our spirits. And I think one thing that we see a lot of in the world today, you were mentioning, you know, these kids that are just like, uh, the state of the world sucks. I have no passion or drive. I don't see a goodness in the future. You know, they need to be able to nourish their spirits. We're not nourishing our spirits enough and we need to get back to nature, whether it's spiritual experiences or if it's to, you know, get out into nature and go fishing more, put the phone down and and take nature hikes, whatever it is, utilizing these probiotics. I wanted to share with you, my niece is actually in Ireland right now doing research on the biochemical pathways between our normal flora and the brain and how it works with mood. So it's there's so many exciting things that we're learning about the body and how plants can be beneficial and helpful. And we just need to get back to a more natural state, get away from the antibiotics, the pharmaceuticals, the chemicals, the processed foods, and come back to nature. She'll heal us. We're running out of time. Unfortunately, we could probably go on for days, but... <laughs> That kind of really brings me into one of the things I'm passionate about and I see in the future, I hope to see in the future with regard to cannabis is is the juicing, the raw cannabis and the benefits of the THCA, the CBDA and all the cannabidiolic acids in its raw state. Like you said, food is medicine. And so while you're juicing your kale and your greens and your spinach and your apples and your carrots, I see a future very nearby, hopefully, where people can do a shot of cannabis juice like a wheatgrass shot or, in, or incorporate a cannabis powder or juice into their smoothie and get that raw state cannabis in on a daily basis. I think that's yes. really one of the areas I think if everyone could grow a little bit their own and everyone could take a little bit, even in its raw state, and, and most people get all hibbity-jibbity, but the raw state you don't get high, you don't get the psychoactive component from, but you get a lot of other healing benefits. So I think that's an area that, you know, from a foodie, from a chef and a doctor, I really think that that's something we got to keep pushing out there, that everyone should be able to grow a few plants on their own, enough to juice and, and, and use for medicine. Absolutely. And it's non-psychoactive. All of those acids, you know, it's interesting to know that cannabis is non-psychoactive till it's been heated by a lighter, you know, baked in a cookie, processed in some way with heat. And so, you know, you're right. And I have been using juice and I have patients that use juice and that's exactly how they do it. They add it to the daily smoothie and they feel great. It's wonderful for autoimmune disorders of all kinds. Your listeners should know that. Yeah. Pain, inflammation, autoimmune. I'm getting such amazing responses that it makes me want to leave South Florida, uh, just to have access and you know a nice you know grow of it for my myself. That's how powerful and amazing I think it is in that state. Is I, I I'm missing it every day, as they say. I wish I could have more of it. Well, I'm over here in beautiful California. We've got lots of leaf for juice. So uh, oh. come come visit sometime, Doc Rob. It's been a pleasure being on your show. 
No, I'm definitely to come visit or we'll meet up in Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, or maybe even Jamaica in a few months or sooner. But keep doing what you're doing, Heather. It's amazing stuff. People, check out Nurse Heather. Find her on social media. Sign up for GreenMed, the teleconference, the virtual conference. I'm doing a few as well. I just did one with autism. Check out my social media. Keep tabs. Keep getting educated. This is just the beginning. Thanks so much, Nurse Heather. This has been a wonderful interview. We'll definitely do this again sometime soon. Thank you. It's been so much fun. Look forward to the next time. Definitely. This is Doc Rob, your concierge for better living here on CannabisRadio.com, iHeartRadio, wishing you all the best in health and happiness. Let's check back in with Doc Rob and the concierge for better living only on CannabisRadio.com. <laughs> 